baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. If you don't come in at least second, would you then drop out of the race? How critical is Iowa? Well, we're, we're going to win the caucus. We, we're doing everything that, that we need to do it. Bottom line, is Iowa do or die for you, Governor? We're going to win Iowa. Uh, I think it's going to help propel us to the nomination, but I think we'll have a lot of work that we'll have to do. Governor Ron DeSantis, or as I so often have been asking, do you say to Sanctimonious? Let's go up to Des Moines to visit with Joe Curtinitis, who's been great over the years here on the uh, the caucuses. We're just about, well, less than 50 days, I think, away at this point. Joel, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Fantastic. All right. We spoke, I think, about a month ago. This was before maybe, well, certainly before the uh, the Santa's debate last week with Newsom. I don't know if that would have any impact. But what's your sense right now on the ground being up there? What are you feeling? You know, the one thing that I've said before is when I went to the caucuses many years ago, it's amazing what the television ads look like. It's all, you know, as you get closer, it's just nothing but ads. We don't have that sense here. So, Kind of tell us what's happening up there in Iowa right now with just a, about a month left. Yeah, the the excitement has really, really kicked up. Um, you know, as, as part of the Republican uh, Party up here, we're organizing locations and printing signs and getting the logistics ready for this to happen. Uh, but also the candidates and their, and their uh, supporters are really making those final pitches because what happens is people are really tuned in right now, really working together on organizing, but then the holidays come in, right? And everybody, you know, mo- most folks don't want to be bothered during the holidays. And so, um, so it's really even a shorter calendar than you think by looking at it because a lot of that time is, is going to be taken off. And so right now is the time when people really work to convince and you know break through as a candidate. Right, right now would be go time for the candidate. So DeSantis says he's been to each county. You've hit all 99 counties as of today here in the state. How do you feel? Well, it feels good. I mean, it's a lot of work, but I think it's important. One, you're showing people that you uh, expect to have to earn their vote, not entitled to the vote. Now, Joel, the effort of full disclosure, you like DeSantis. You've been supporting DeSantis. So w- w- what's your take right now on, on what he's doing and whether or not Nikki Haley's got a shot here as well? I, I think there's no question that Ron DeSantis has put in the work um, that it takes to win Iowa. And, and frankly, that's really a, it's an important thing when it comes to winning the caucuses because a lot of candidates don't put in the work. And uh, a lot of promising candidates have had to uh, drop either before Iowa or shortly after because they didn't gain any traction here because they didn't meet people, go places, talk to Iowans. I mean, those are those are really important things, um, hearing from Iowans and learning our priorities. Um, and so I, I think he's definitely put in the work. His campaign has put in the investment where he is, other than Trump, um, I would say he's the only candidate that's really in a good position to threaten for that win. Um, as far as Haley goes, I, I think what I see with, with Nikki Haley is that she does have uh, the potential to scoop up part of the base here, but I think she's got a lower ceiling than DeSantis does, as I talk to conservatives and activists throughout the state, 
Um, some of her stances have been uh, challenged lately by conservatives, and she's had to do some damage control, particularly with the pro-life movement after the last GOP debate. So I, I saw I want to ask you about this tweet, Eric Erickson, who is also a radio guy, but he's a pundit. And, and he predicted that DeSantis was going to win. And one of the things that he said in his tweet was people forget Iowa is not a primary and people don't really understand that caucuses operate fundamentally different. You want to have, you know, you he offered this example. So you show up in the snow, you have to stay a while, your first choice gets tossed, then you go with your second choice, et cetera. Now, my friend Jeff Smith, who's a regular, he's a former state senator, Democrat, but pretty involved with uh, the particulars of politics. He tweeted out that Iowa Republicans don't toss candidates who miss viability threshold because it's different than Dems. So can you can you clarify that point? Is there um, you know a way that when you show up on caucus night that you sort of put that first candidate aside or is the process different now? It's it's the same process that it has been. The Democrats have operated that way, uh, but Republicans have not. He's okay. describing the Democrat process where they, they kind of form a consensus throughout the room. Um, Republicans don't. We take votes and then report the totals. Um, but that said, uh, a lot of folks do switch their candidate or hear arguments the night of. And this is one of the things that I think makes the caucuses so special. And honestly, I wish more states would adopt our caucus system um, that's often described as archaic. And here's the reason why. You get into that room. And it's neighbors talking to neighbors about what they think is important in a candidate. And maybe they haven't seen each other for a year. Maybe they haven't seen each other for longer. But all of a sudden we're in a room and I'm not hearing from Ron DeSantis why he should win. I'm hearing from, you know, Joe down the street why he thinks Ron DeSantis should win. And and it's just it's that back and right. forth about President Trump or about Nikki Haley. And really, that can sway people's opinion on caucus night. And I've seen rooms won and lost right there at the caucus. Do you feel any kind of presence from any of these other candidates who are still sticking in there, Christie, et cetera? You know, Vivek is, again, he's really, he's he's doing his best. Uh, he's got a good team. He's opened up a headquarters up here, a little late in the game, but um, still shows investment. Um, and I think that he's really done well with presence in terms of making sure he's connecting with Iowans. I mean, he's not above showing up to a house party up here, and I really appreciate that. Uh, and I know other folks do, too. He also did a great job at the um, Thanksgiving forum that the family leader held, uh, where he showed up with his son, it was really, it was, it was really adorable. Uh, there was some, there was some points to be won there, but uh, really civil. A lot of folks really respect him. So I think even if he does not end up carrying Iowa, um, he's got, a, he's earned a lot of respect along the way. How much is Casey DeSantis up there? I would think that I've described her as kind of the secret weapon. Mm-hmm. She's been up quite a bit. She's been meeting with, uh, with homeschoolers and uh, concerned activist Iowa moms, and that is a group that is. Uh, certainly powerful and influential up here among conservatives. You know, my wife's one of them, um, who's, who's really involved in the pro-life community and homeschooling and parental rights. Um, Moms for Liberty is a big deal up here. And yeah, Kim Reynolds yeah. has been a, a connection with them too. And so I feel like that's, that's a, a absolutely terrific um, asset to have is having Casey DeSantis up here showing, hey, this is this is what a DeSantis White House could look like. Well, Joel, you're a great asset for me, and I really appreciate you being willing to come on here and, and talk about this. We've known each other, I think, since late in 2015 when I found you up there in Des Moines, and we'll, uh, we'll call you a couple more times here before the caucuses. Um, and if we don't hit you before Christmas, have a great Christmas, and we'll, uh, we'll kind of get into it right after the first of the year. But thank you so much for everything, and we'll see how this progresses over the next five weeks, right? That sounds great. If you get bored down there, come on up and join us. I know. Man, I was there that one time. Uh, you know, the radio resources for taking a trip like that, not quite what they used to be in this industry. I'll just leave it at that. Thank you, Joel. Appreciate it. Sue's News is coming up. Get more at 971talk.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 